Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is the Sikkim Podcast, presented by your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Waco, online at alansamuelsdcj.com. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. And welcome to our Sikkim Podcast. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, Brooke Bednars, and we're pleased to be joined this week by Baylor women's basketball coach Kim Mulkey. And, Coach, as we begin, let us say congratulations on another great season, a 10th consecutive Big 12 title. And, oh, yeah, recently uh, being selected for the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. What a great honor, Coach. Congratulations on that. John, thank you. I thought, you know, for a minute there you were going to say, gosh, congratulations on another Final Four. But dang, we missed out on that, didn't we? I guess it doesn't hurt to just keep dreaming every night. Oh, how much? On a serious note, man, it was a remarkable year, and it didn't end the way any of us envisioned or could imagine. Uh, There's still hurt there for your seniors especially, but – you understand more now as we watch things unfold in our world and in our country and in our state what's going on, and we just sit like everybody else patiently wondering what's next. Well, it, it had to be done. I mean, it was the right decision, but, uh, man, how great would that have been if y'all had made it to the Final Four in New Orleans this year? How great would that have been? Well, it would have been extra special from a personal uh, standpoint. Moon, Erson, and I both were talking a lot through the year about how much we would fight over tickets getting to go back to our home state. And not just our home state, but literally in our back doors. You know, she's from Destrehan, I'm from Hammond, and it would have been fun to see a lot of loved ones and friends. But God has different plans for us, and I just worry about my home state of Louisiana. They're a hot spot, and... They've got to get well and do things right and, and, and get that, that state back on track. But to, it would have been fun, John. You know that. And I guess the thing I was looking forward to the most was eating crawfish and uh. strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. And speaking of, uh, you know, the two worlds colliding, you talk about Moon being from there and her grandmother passed away with the coronavirus. That, uh, that hits really close to home, doesn't it? Oh, it certainly does. I'll never forget the phone call her mother called. And I couldn't understand her. I knew it was her mother because her name popped up on my phone. And I just kept saying, Erica, Erica, I can't understand you. And I initially thought something happened to Moon, like a, a you know, a car accident or something. And then she calmed down and I could, could piece together what she was saying about her mother, which is uh, Moon's grandmother, who just spent all this time in Waco with Moon. She would come and stay two weeks at a time and cook for her. She was at parents' family night. Uh, late in the season and um, what do you say it's it's death is horrible death is final death is something we all know we're going to deal with but the words of comfort when it's unexpected and we're dealing with a crisis like this all I could tell her was let me just listen to you vent cry do whatever you have to do and let's calm down and and what's the next step and then to have to bury your loved one and there's only 10 that are allowed into the funeral home and that includes the people who work the funeral home so when you have large families and you have services like we do in louisiana that's a tough pill to swallow what was your conversation like with uh, moon you just mentioned her the phone call with her mother but when you finally got the opportunity to talk with moon well after visiting uh at that moment with erica moon's mother i asked to speak to moon and uh, she was just as upset as her mom and i just at that point, just kept talking to her and just uh, trying to, you know, just comfort her. I, I can't even remember myself exactly what I said, but just anything to let her know we care and to let her know that, um, you know, her pain is felt, you know, here in Waco and here at Baylor and from her coaches and her teammates and that I would check on her every day and text her and call her and 
um, you know, just to stay safe because usually you know this, guys, if one has it in the family, we're probably all going to get it because we're all going to be around each other. Uh, but so far, her mama tested negative. She had some cousins, I think, that tested positive, and um, that's the, the last update I, I have. Coach, what's the uh, what's going on with your team? What, how are you staying in contact? What's your uh, you know contact level with your team? I try to reach out to them at least once a week, uh, once every ten days. Some of them will text me, and they don't wait. Coach, how you doing? How's Cannon doing? It's certainly not anything basketball related because John, I don't do much with the team in April after the season or May. Our, our setup with basketball usually starts again when they are in summer school and with, it's with Jeremy Hefner in the weight room and let them regroup and let the freshmen come in and learn the system and learn how we do things kind of at a slower pace. So there's nothing basketball related. Um, Aaron Tebow, their academic advisor, I'm sure is doing the most work because of online courses. And I don't even check up on that because I have such confidence that those responsibilities – and those people that are in charge of those responsibilities are getting done. We've all been together a long time, and uh, they know what has to be done. Mainly my conversations are, how are you? And it's usually texting. I've learned kids will answer you through text <laughs> before they'll answer their telephone. And just, hey, I'm here if you need me. How's mom, dad, everybody healthy? What's going on? And uh, not very long conversations. And the last time we talked, I think you were uh, spending a lot of time outdoors. You're going to have the best-looking garden of anybody in Waco. Are, are, you, are you just staying home as much as possible? John, I kind of have a routine. If it's not raining, I'm outside watering plants. I, um, I actually spread 150 bags of 40-pound bags of cow manure <laughs> one day by myself. <laughs> I have uh, a really thought I was physically capable of doing, but what else do I have to do? <laughs> you got your and workout so in. I stay in the yard, and um, then I uh, go to ATB when we need groceries. I will make a run to the uh, nursery if I see something needs to be planted, you know, because it's just not very busy at, at the nurseries. I can get in and get out, and then occasionally to a hardware store if I need something for the house. Um, you know, I, I'm not one of these that is going to live scared if I get it I get it but I'm going to be conservative and I'm going to do what I'm asked to do and and not be reckless but we have to we have to live a little bit we can't just not go to the grocery store and not go get things that uh, we need well and you had um quite a number of visitors surprise visitors who got to see all your yard work and all that hard work you've been putting in when you got that surprise parade what was that like well, I wish I could call it visitors, but let's call it a social distancing parade. <laughs> it was very emotional. That was the day the announcement was made about the Hall of Fame. Uh, and I was eating lunch, and one of my assistants had come over to set up the Zoom, which you guys know me. I don't do all the technology and all that stuff. So they have to, if they want me on Zoom, somebody's going to have to come set it up. And she and I, after that, were sitting in the, the kitchen area, and she said, uh, Mackenzie wants you to come outside. She's bringing Cannon and wants you to see something. So I naturally, y'all know how much I love him. I ran out the door, and they were nowhere to be found. And then out of the corner of my eye, I saw a couple of cameras and two managers. I said, okay, this is cool. My coaches, and I haven't seen them since March the 12th they're going to come up and they're going to celebrate and we're going to let out balloons or share a cake from a distance well it ended up being car after car after car blowing horns some of them were playing the Baylor fight song it was just touching and you just had to been there to realize this went on forever I don't know how many cars but I can tell you they had to be backed up a long long way because it lasted I know over 15 minutes and uh, it was just touching, emotional. Um, a lot of people love the Lady Bear program, I can tell you that. Well, it's probably not how you would have envisioned that day going, obviously. Um, not the way the season you would have hoped it would have ended either. Um, but there was still plenty to celebrate, whether it was your Hall of Fame or um, Dee Dee Richards, Defensive Player of the Year, all the different All-American statuses that your players got. Uh, just a Just a good a good year still to celebrate. Well, 
yes. And the thing that we forget is there were there were so many good things this year. You finished what twenty eight and two. I don't know what we were. You had All American in Lauren Cox again. Uh, player of the year in the league. You had all conference players. You had Juicy Landrum break the NCAA three-point uh, record. Dee Dee Richard, national defensive player of the year. The list goes on, and we're we we not, we're never going to forget that. It's just I think we're not celebrating it as much because we didn't get to finish the year, and yet we don't really know how to celebrate during this time of crisis. We talk about it. We laugh. We hug. We acknowledge it. We write about it. And yet at the same time, you know, those things are, are kind of put to the sideline as we try to address what's going on in our country right now. Bentwood Realty is a full-service real estate firm with more than 70 high-achieving agents who desire to make a positive impact in their local communities. Their agents stay actively involved in all buying, selling, and investing real estate transactions to make sure their clients receive the utmost level of service. Established in 2011 by brokers Kim Galvan and Rick Hines, both proud Baylor alumni, call Bentwood Realty today, 254-300-4800. They're at 601 Lake Air Drive in Waco and BentwoodRealty.com. If you need a trailer, Flat Rock Trailers has got you covered. From light-duty single-axle utility trailers to the big text tandem duels. We also carry a full line of enclosed cargo trailers. Need a motorcycle trailer? We've got them. Need a dump trailer? We've got the largest selection in the state. Oil field trailers? We carry a full line of big text trailers to handle all your needs. Trailer repairs? We repair all makes and models. We'll even rent you a trailer if you need to use one for a day. Flat Rock Trailers, your number one source for all your trailer needs. Find us at flatrocktrailers.com. Relationships, community, home. Now more than ever, these are the things that we're holding fast to. Home should restore us from today and ready us for tomorrow. It's where stories are told and relationships are forged. Within those walls, memories are made, laughter is shared, and family is gathered around the table. For these reasons, we believe in home and that right now there is no better place to be. If you and your family are looking to buy or sell a home, head over to magnoliarealty.com. Magnolia is a proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Truck Month may be over elsewhere, but at Allen Samuels, we drive forward. Ram Truck Month continues on Motor Trends Truck of the Year. Choose from hundreds in stock or delivered with a snap of a finger through our multiple locations and partnerships. Allen Samuels follows best practices for a safe environment. Easy turnkey online purchase and credit apps and free pickup and delivery for any auto service. Waco's most trusted dealer, Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Come by, let's be friends. Just a, a great season. It really was. So many highlights, but a bittersweet ending the way it ended up. You all never even uh, left the ground in Waco going to Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament and then didn't get to the NCAA tournament. And uh, we already talked about that. You uh, were hoping to end up in New Orleans in the Final Four. Would have hosted first and second round games here in Waco. But just a bittersweet ending to the season, wasn't it? Well, John, it's called closure. I think none of us. Everybody is disappointed when the season's over except one team. When you think about it, one team uh, is, is always a happy one. But at the end of the day, if you lose, you still have closure. And this is really strange because none of us have closure. I have players who still have clothes and everything in their apartments and dorms. And uh, you, you have players who are, you know, when can we get back there so we can get our stuff? Um, there's just no closure, and the unknown scares and frightens all of us. This season, the senior impact was was big with um, the four of them, but they, you know, the seniors are who is really looking for closure at the end of a season, at the end of their senior season. But um, three of them had a had a pretty special night the other night with the WNBA draft. Just overall, what is the, what was their impact on this this year? And then let's let's dive into that pretty special historic day for the Lady Bears. Well, I didn't. Sometimes when you're living in the moment, you don't realize stats. You don't realize things until someone brings it to your attention. Honestly, I never thought about three of them in the same draft being something we've never done in our program because we've had so many great players. So that in itself was kind of uh, eye-opening for me. Coaches don't study that stuff unless somebody brings it to their attention. 
And that is an accomplishment, and that tells you it probably hurts you even more because you realize if you've got three that are that good, you really did stand a chance of repeating as national champions. And then Erin DeGrade, I look at a, a young lady like that with her size. She, she, if she chooses to, she could go and play overseas like the rest of them, but when will those overseas um, leagues ever start up again too? So, yeah, your seniors – you hurt for them especially because they can never get that back. But I hurt for seniors in high school. Some of those kids in high school are never going to play college athletics, and yet it was their chance to just enjoy one last year of sports. And, and they're, they've lost that as well. So I just think about seniors at all levels. What does it mean to the program when you have three players selected in the WNBA draft in one year and, and Lauren going as high as she did, number three overall to Indiana? Well, it's, it tells you the depth that we had on our team, and they all three played different positions, and the WNBA teams that drafted them obviously um, drafted them by position and what their needs were. And so for them to, uh, you know, have their name called out, uh, you know, you're proud. You feel proud as a, as a parent. I can only imagine what their families were feeling when they they saw their kids was going to have an opportunity to play professional basketball. And I'm proud as a coach. Uh, You can't put a dollar value on what it means on national television to see Baylor University's name scrolled across that screen or even mentioned. Taya Cooper uh, didn't spend her whole four years here like Juicy and Lauren, but she did come in and have an immediate impact. Can you talk a little bit about how – Chloe Jackson being your first grad transfer last year. How did that influence at all your confidence in trying it again with grad transfers, specifically Taya? Well, transfers transfer for a reason. We've said that many years ago when I've always said it actually, but now with the grad transfers, um, you, you must understand we it could happen to us. We can lose players that transfer out and we have and and we we will in the future that's just unfortunately in my opinion the the nature of the sport right now but when you take a transfer you need to or i don't say need i do i make sure i do my homework i call the previous school's coaches and ask questions have they been in trouble you know have they been arrested are there any drug issues involved those are really important to me i don't want to deal with that i just want to coach and then if not, tell me why they transfer transferring. And then you get uh, the honest answers from the coaches. And then you talk to the young athlete that's transferring. And if they match up, then, you know, you, you, you take them. And Chloe Jackson's matched up. And I selfishly wish I would have had them for a longer period of time. But they did their job while they were here. And they were a joy to coach. Joining us now is Taya Cooper, a second-round draft pick to Phoenix. Taya, congratulations on that selection, and thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you. My pleasure. So my first question right off the bat is just take us back to draft night. Um, What was that like for you? I'm sure that's been a dream since you first picked up a basketball, and here you are now uh, with it happened. And, you know, kind of so what was our thoughts? What were your thoughts whenever you dove into that? Um, well, I was just really grateful that they still had a draft. You know, we thought we wasn't going to have it. And they pulled off an amazing event. They sent us a lot of stuff. And it was real cool, the technology that they had to use, and they made it all happen. And then seeing Lauren get drafted first, it was it was very amazing. And I, I know that it meant the world to her. So just watching that and then getting anxious for hearing my name called, it was just a great feeling. And then knowing all three of us got drafted, it was just you made history for Baylor, three in one night. That was pretty special. When you finally did see your name pop up there, what was the flood of emotions like? Um, I mean, I was with my family, and I know that my dad had this dream for me before I had it. So for it to come to fruition and him be right there and just seeing how proud he was, it was a real intense moment. Obviously, you would have liked for your grad transfer year to wrap up in a different fashion. Um, the draft was was nice cherry on top, but you guys were fighting for that national championship and hoping to do that. Was this kind of any sort of closure to your college career, despite not getting that opportunity? Um, no, I don't think it was closure for me. I mean, I really wanted that to happen, and um, you know that's what I came there for. So for it to be cut short because of a 
pandemic, it was just like, it's nothing that I can control. But I mean, um, I would have loved to finish out the season, but I guess it's cool. I mean, I got drafted, so. <laughs> Take us back through your time. It was short, but there were a lot of great moments um, despite only having not even a full year here at Baylor. But what did your time as a Lady Bear mean to you? And what was it like getting the opportunity to learn from Coach Mulkey, um, kind of like you, kind of like your friend Chloe Jackson did for a grad transfer for Coach Mulkey, and now you're both in the WNBA? Um, it was a tremendous, it was like one of the best experiences of my life. I mean, it was, I met a whole bunch of wonderful people from outside of basketball to on the basketball court. And, the coaching staff and the team really embraced me like as soon as I got there. So I felt like I was a part of them and I've been there for four years and um, you don't get that everywhere. So um, I learned a lot from Coach Kim and um, her passion and her energy and effort every day. And her just consistent, um, just being consistent and being her. And um, I really enjoyed that and I learned a lot from her. What would you say is the biggest takeaway that you'll be able to bring with you as you transfer into the WNBA from your time learning from her and playing with people like Lauren Cox and Juicy Landrum, Dee Dee Richards, et cetera? Um, just that when you get the opportunity, you got to knock the door down. I mean, uh, she said that to me all the time, and I really took that to heart, and I think I'm going to take that in life and everywhere I go. And now that you're kind of, like you said, we're kind of all, everything's up in the air, unsure. Um, you guys were able to have that draft. It was virtual. But have you heard anything else from uh, Phoenix on kind of the next steps or anything like that? And how are you still tr staying in, in game shape as best as you can? Um, I haven't heard any next steps, but um, I've been in contact with them and I've had to like do the little weight thing, the pick your number and stuff like that. So um, I feel like it's going to happen soon. I mean, things are opening back up Friday, so it should be moving pretty soon. And um uh, they talk to us about staying in shape and what to do and how to do it and uh, watching film and just being prepared. So, I mean, I think we're going to be ready once we get the opportunity. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time. And like I said, congratulations. I know it was short here, but we really did enjoy watching you play and uh, we wish you all the best in the future. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. If you need a trailer, Flat Rock Trailers has got you covered. From light-duty single-axle utility trailers to the big text tandem duels. We also carry a full line of enclosed cargo trailers. Need a motorcycle trailer? We've got them. Need a dump trailer? We've got the largest selection in the state. Oil field trailers? We carry a full line of big text trailers to handle all your needs. Trailer repairs? We repair all makes and models. We'll even rent you a trailer if you need to use one for a day. Flat Rock Trailers, your number one source for all your trailer needs. Find us at flatrocktrailers.com. Relationships, community, home. Now more than ever, these are the things that we're holding fast to. Home should restore us from today and ready us for tomorrow. It's where stories are told and relationships are forged. Within those walls, memories are made, laughter is shared, and family is gathered around the table. For these reasons, we believe in home and that right now there is no better place to be. If you and your family are looking to buy or sell a home, head over to magnoliarealty.com. Magnolia is a proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Truck Month may be over elsewhere, but at Allen Samuels, we drive forward. Ram Truck Month continues on Motor Trends Truck of the Year. Choose from hundreds in stock or delivered with a snap of a finger through our multiple locations and partnerships. Allen Samuels follows best practices for a safe environment. Easy turnkey online purchase and credit apps and free pickup and delivery for any auto service. Waco's most trusted dealer, Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Come by, let's be friends. Bentwood Realty is a full-service real estate firm with more than 70 high-achieving agents who desire to make a positive impact in their local communities. Their agents stay actively involved in all buying, selling, and investing real estate transactions to make sure their clients receive the utmost level of service. Established in 2011 by brokers Kim Galvan and Rick Hines, both proud Baylor alumni, call Bentwood Realty today, 254-300-4800. They're at 601 Lake Air Drive in Waco and BentwoodRealty.com. You're listening to the Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. Here again are Brooke Bednarz and John Morris. 
I was thrilled for Juicy that she got drafted. And uh, what a great story, you know, from La Vega High School right here in Waco. You saw her when she was really young and got her to Baylor. And like you mentioned, the NCAA three-point record, 14 in a game that went over Arkansas State. Uh, how about Juicy moving on and really moving out of Waco for the first time now? Well, a lot of kids grow up and they say, oh, I want to leave home. And I always look at them and say, why? It's okay to want to leave home, but you need to give me a good reason why. And I knew when we saw Juicy play at a young age, I wanted her in our program. And um, I just kind of harped on the fact that you can stay at home. Your family can see you play. You've won a state championship in high school. Now go win one for your local university here. And Juicy did. She never wavered. She committed to us. And uh, when she came in as a freshman, just like all freshmen, there are very few that come in and are impactful their freshman year. She had some growing pains, and uh, she finally figured it out and, and got on the floor and holds the NCAA record. And what's really kind of ironic about that record is everybody wants to talk about Baylor and their outstanding post play, and we do have outstanding post players, and we'll continue to recruit outstanding post players. But those guards are the ones that make those post players. You have to have a little bit of everything, and to think that Baylor and a perimeter player holds the NCAA record for threes tells you that we're not all about post play. I've said it many times. Our perimeter players should be our leading scorers based upon the double and triple teams that our post players see every night. Joining us now is Juicy Landrum. She was drafted to the Connecticut Sun in the 2020 WNBA draft. Juicy, congratulations on that draft selection, and thanks for joining us today. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, it was a historic night for the Lady Bears. Three teammates drafted for the first time in the same night. What was it like when you finally saw your name pop up there on the TV? Um, I think my body, like, just took over, like, excitement. Like, my mom saw it before me, and I was just sitting down. I think I was looking down at my phone, and, like, my mom jumped up and screamed, and I looked up, and it was on the TV. And then I started crying, and then my dad came over, and he gave me a hug. He was like, it all just paid off. So, you know, it was just like an ex exciting moment for me. Obviously, it's, I'm sure as soon as you picked up a basketball, that was something that you dreamed of is having that moment. Did it feel real when it when it finally happened? Or or was were you kind of still in shock? Like you say, you know, it's just since I've been able to pick up a ball and understand, like, the game of basketball, like, and watching it on TV, just some, you know, I've dreamed of since I was, you know, six or eight. And now, you know, just to see it finally coming true, I mean, it's still unbelievable, but I mean, all I can say is that it happened. Like, now I'm going to the next level. You had a great career, and anyone who followed the Lady Bears knows that everything from the national championship, your junior year, you guys had four regular season Big 12 championships, several tournament championships, and then to the kind of cherry on top for you specifically was your NCAA three point record 14 threes in one game. When you look back at your four years wearing the green and gold, obviously it didn't finish ideally or how anyone would have liked, but when you kind of reflect back on your time as a Lady Bear, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I guess that's just like unexplainable. You know, I had a great four years, you know, under one of the best coaches in the country. You know, Moki taught me a lot the four years I was there, and I'm more than grateful for that. You know, like you said, four Big 12 championships, national championships. It's not the way we wanted to end, but I'm more than happy with my experience at Baylor. And then you um, are a hometown kid, grew up just down the road from Baylor. You went to La Vega High School, did a lot of great things there, a um, lot of amazing things with your time at Baylor. But now is kind of the first time that you're – moving off, so to say, to continue your basketball career as uh, you head to Connecticut to play in the WNBA. So what are your thoughts on that? This is, this is kind of a big, this is a big step, not just because of the WNBA, but because you're finally leaving the Central Texas area. What are, what are your thoughts on that? That is, like you said, it's maybe, you know, a big step. I've been here my whole life. This, this is basically all I know. So, you know, um, I did a few interviews this weekend. People were talking about Connecticut and the fans and things like that. But honestly, I think I'm happy because I can actually go somewhere else, meet new people, meet new people. You know, I'm just happy about that. My mom said, wow, you ruined your whole life. And then she was like, I'm going to move with you. I said, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be plenty of times where you'll come back and visit home. And I know the Baylor family is very 
happy that that means we'll get to see you as well because we will miss watching you play, but we can be more proud of all three of you and everything that you guys are going to continue to go do to represent Baylor. So congratulations again. Thank you so much for your time here today, and we wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for having me. And final thought from you on, uh, on Lauren Cox, who was selected third overall. Here for four years, what a great four-year career, part of the national championship a year ago. What, what was her impact on your program in these last four years? Lauren Cox, well, I will never forget this, was the number one player in the country. We had five post players on our roster, and people were like, why would you want to go there, Lauren? And just her confidence. She's like, I want to go there because I want my family to see me play. You have a school at this elite level within driving distance from my family. Why would I go very far? And she wasn't afraid of competition. She was very confident in her abilities, and she went through a you know a lot of growing pains as a freshman uh, because of the competition. But her goals always remained the same. She wanted to win conference championships and ultimately win a national championship, and she believed Baylor – with an unbelievable record, she will lead Baylor with so many accolades and awards and player of the year stuff. But the most important thing is she's going to leave here with a national championship. And those things are hard to come by. You talked about how uh, your post players get a lot of the attention, double team, triple team. Um, the game kind of changed for Lauren this last year with Kalani Brown going into the WNBA. Um, but now, even after Lauren was picked, uh, she got, she mentioned how her game is probably going to look a little bit more like it did that national championship year, her junior year, when it was her and Kalani playing together. Uh, are you excited to have her kind of get have the opportunity to get back in that role? And where, where do you think her strengths lie most when she's in that situation? Well, our style of play with Kalani and, and Cox and with all, but actually with all of our post players, even back uh, to the day when we had Griner, you know, high-low is just hard to defend, and we've been very fortunate to be able to run that a lot. I'm not sure what Marion Stanley, the coach at Indiana, uh, will run, but I know certainly she has to have seen many games where Lauren Cox and Kalani Brown were just phenomenal and just hard to hard to deal with. And now she'll get to play with Tierra McCowan, who's a six seven post player that um, Cox is very familiar with. She grew up in Texas and Brenham, and I know she has to be excited and uh, I would think that that high-low has got to be a part of it. But then again, Lauren can do other things. Lauren is a phenomenal passer. She can defend at all positions. She can shoot the perimeter shot. She will do whatever Coach Stanley asks her to do. Relationships, community, home. Now more than ever, these are the things that we're holding fast to. Home should restore us from today and ready us for tomorrow. It's where stories are told and relationships are forged. Within those walls, memories are made, laughter is shared, and family is gathered around the table. For these reasons, we believe in home and that right now there is no better place to be. If you and your family are looking to buy or sell a home, head over to magnoliarealty.com. Magnolia is a proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Truck Month may be over elsewhere, but at Allen Samuels, we drive forward. Ram Truck Month continues on Motor Trend's Truck of the Year. Choose from hundreds in stock or delivered with a snap of a finger through our multiple locations and partnerships. Allen Samuels follows best practices for a safe environment. Easy turnkey online purchase and credit apps and free pickup and delivery for any auto service. Waco's most trusted dealer, Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Come by, let's be friends. Bentwood Realty is a full-service real estate firm with more than 70 high-achieving agents who desire to make a positive impact in their local communities. Their agents stay actively involved in all buying, selling, and investing real estate transactions to make sure their clients receive the utmost level of service. Established in 2011 by brokers Kim Galvan and Rick Hines, both proud Baylor alumni, call Bentwood Realty today, 254-300-4800. They're at 601 Lake Air Drive in Waco and BentwoodRealty.com. If you need a trailer, Flat Rock Trailers has got you covered. From light-duty single-axle utility trailers to the big Tex tandem duels. We also carry a full line of enclosed cargo trailers. Need a motorcycle trailer? We've got them. Need a dump trailer? We've got the largest selection in the state. Oil field trailers? We carry a full line of big Tex trailers to handle all your needs. Trailer repairs? We repair all makes and models. We'll even rent you a trailer if you need to use one for a day. Flat Rock Trailers, your number one source for all your trailer needs. Find us at flatrocktrailers.com. 
You're listening to the Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. Here again are Brooke Bednarz and John Morris. With the third pick in the 2020 WNBA draft, the Indiana Fever select Lauren Cox, Baylor University. Well, first and foremost, congratulations on your draft pick. Walk us through the emotions of that night. Obviously, not exactly how you would have liked it to go, but you guys, your family went all out, loved all the the outfits and the backdrop. I think Holly Rowe even complimented you on that, (laughs) but walk us through just what that moment was like for you. Yeah, it was really exciting, and we definitely wanted to make the most of it just because we couldn't be in New York, but, you know, it was still an exciting time. It was a dream come true, so we wanted to do whatever we could to just make it fun and uh, still have a good time with it, so it was just, it was really exciting, um, a lot of fun being there with my family um, and helping me get ready, helping with all the preparations and everything, so it was it was really cool. Whose idea was that? Was that your idea to get dressed up? Your sisters? Who who was driving that bus? <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of me. Um, and then the WBA asked me to do um, these videos. So they were like, you can you can pick like two to three dresses to try on, and then they're gonna have a poll on Twitter, and the fans get to decide which dress you wear. So that was that was part of the decision too um, about dressing up and everything. So that was a lot of fun. That's cool. What that says is uh, the WNBA, you know, has a lot of respect for you already. You know, you're just going in as a rookie, but, uh, I mean, you're very high profile, obviously, going into the league. Uh, it has to make you feel pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it felt good. Um, got me a lot of publicity. Um, got to interact with the fans a little bit, so it was a lot of fun. What, uh, what, what was your first reaction? Obviously, there was a lot of talk that you'd be going early and um, – but that's got to be a dream from the time you picked up a basketball and then actually having that moment come to fruition and hearing your name called third pick. What were your thoughts? I was just extremely happy, um, extremely thankful, and it kind of calmed all my nerves. I was a little nervous um, just leading up to it. So just hearing my name calm my nerves, um, and it was just really exciting. Um, happy to be there with my family, happy to share that moment with them. Situation uh, in Indiana seems really good for you. I mean, do you feel like that's a good fit? Yeah, I think it definitely is. Um, I have a great coaching staff. Um, I'm going to get to play for Tamika Catchings, who was a former player, um, recently inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, they have a big post player, so I'm going to be able to play my favorite position, the four position. Um, so I think that's where I'm going to be most successful. We just finished talking with Coach Mulkey, and we um, specifically talked about how you and Kalani, your junior year, when you guys won the national championship, you really succeeded with that high-low work. And that was the first thing that you said after your draft pick. Yeah, um, I think we definitely show that that can be successful. And I love that position because I'm kind of able to roam around on the outside um, and make those entry passes to my post player, knock down the shot if I need to, drive, that kind of thing. So there's a lot of different options that I can do from that position. Lauren, part of a national championship here at Baylor last year. Uh, we were sure hoping you'd have another chance to, to win another one this year. Of course, it didn't happen. I, I feel worst, I think, for, for seniors like yourself, seniors at, at Baylor, all schools, and seniors in high school not getting to go through and kind of finish out their senior years. Um, have you come to grips with all that? And, and was there a time when you were saying, oh, come on, not now, not this year? Yeah, it, I was heartbroken when I heard the news. I cried for a couple of days, um, just trying to process everything. And I think the worst part was playing in my last game and not even knowing it um, and just not being able to defend our championship. Uh, but at the same time, it does make it a little better that we do have that national championship under our belt. We asked Coach Mulvey if she felt like the draft provided any sort of closure for you guys, something to celebrate. Um, a way to kind of wrap up. And and she said, while the draft was exciting, she thinks that being able to win a ring in your fourth consecutive conference champion this championship this year kind of did that for you. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think a little bit. Um, I do. I do think it gave us some certainty in all of this because 
all of the craziness that's going on, you don't know what's going to happen next. Um, so it gave us a little bit of certainty, just knowing that we are on a team now. Um, we're going to get to play whenever that's going to be. Um, but definitely at the same time, it sucks that we didn't get to defend that national championship and um, end our season where we wanted to. How have you been keeping up with it, working out? I mean, you kind of, you guys have your own little Cox basketball team, <laughs> all the tall sisters. Um, but what kind of have you guys been doing in order, you know, to keep up your workouts and things of that nature, even though you're at home? Yeah, so luckily we have a weight set out in our garage. Um, so we've been able to do some weight training. Um, we've gone over to a park where it, it has like a big field where we can do some sprints. Um, we found a hill on the side of the road just to do some sprints up the hill. Uh, circuits out in the front yard, shooting on the basketball goal in the front yard. Um, just trying to do anything we can. But luckily we have everybody who's trying to be active so we can motivate each other. Lauren, what, uh, look back at your entire time here at Baylor and the full experience, not just athletically, but academically, socially, spiritually, everything. What was your time at Baylor like for you? Can you wrap that up? It was incredible. Um, I definitely made the right decision um, back my senior year in high school. I wouldn't trade any of those years for anything in the world. Um, I'm so appreciative to my coaches, teammates, friends, teachers, everyone that's helped me along the way. Uh, I couldn't have been this successful without any of them. And what's next for you? What have you been told? Um, obviously, everyone across the country is staying home, so you're not quite off yet, but what have they told you about, you know, now that you're kind of transitioning into the WNBA, what's next? I, I don't even know that. And that's kind of the hardest part because we don't know when we're going to have a training camp. We don't know if we're going to have the season. Um, I think the league is working on that right now and they're going to make uh, the best decision for all of us. Well, we're proud of you. We're happy for you and uh, wish you nothing but the best in the WNBA and uh, come back and see us when you can. And thanks for visiting with us today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Truck Month may be over elsewhere, but at Allen Samuels, we drive forward. Ram Truck Month continues on Motor Trend's Truck of the Year. Choose from hundreds in stock or delivered with a snap of a finger through our multiple locations and partnerships. Allen Samuels follows best practices for a safe environment. Easy turnkey online purchase and credit apps and free pickup and delivery for any auto service. Waco's most trusted dealer, Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Come by, let's be friends. Bentwood Realty is a full-service real estate firm with more than 70 high-achieving agents who desire to make a positive impact in their local communities. Their agents stay actively involved in all buying, selling, and investing real estate transactions to make sure their clients receive the utmost level of service. Established in 2011 by brokers Kim Galvan and Rick Hines, both proud Baylor alumni, call Bentwood Realty today, 254-300-4800. They're at 601 Lake Air Drive in Waco and BentwoodRealty.com. If you need a trailer, Flat Rock Trailers has got you covered. From light-duty single-axle utility trailers to the big text tandem duels. We also carry a full line of enclosed cargo trailers. Need a motorcycle trailer? We've got them. Need a dump trailer? We've got the largest selection in the state. Oil field trailers? We carry a full line of big text trailers to handle all your needs. Trailer repairs? We repair all makes and models. We'll even rent you a trailer if you need to use one for a day. Flat Rock Trailers, your number one source for all your trailer needs. Find us at flatrocktrailers.com. Relationships, community, home. Now more than ever, these are the things that we're holding fast to. Home should restore us from today and ready us for tomorrow. It's where stories are told and relationships are forged. Within those walls, memories are made, laughter is shared, and family is gathered around the table. For these reasons, we believe in home and that right now there is no better place to be. If you and your family are looking to buy or sell a home, head over to magnoliarealty.com. Magnolia is a proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Now, back to the Sikkim Podcast, presented by your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. We're back with Baylor women's basketball coach Kim Mulkey, Naismith Hall of Fame uh, electee. Cer uh, ceremony's coming up in August. Hope that happens. Any, uh, any news on that? Uh, is it on as scheduled in late August? John, the last I heard in, um, is that it's the end of August. What is that, the 28th, 29th weekend? 
And, uh, you know, that's kind of a hot spot area going up there to Springfield. It's close to Boston, Connecticut. All that area has kind of, you know, been talked about early in this uh, virus um, crisis. And if it doesn't happen, I've been told that uh, the next date is possibly October. Is there a weekend in October? Is it President's Weekend, Columbus Weekend? I don't know. Whichever one of the holidays is that weekend is is the next date that they would shoot for. But I can tell you with the class that's being inducted with Kobe Bryant and Tim Duncan and Kevin Garnett, it's not going to be by computer and it's not going to be, you know, like we're having to do things now. They will wait it out until there's a real ceremony and celebration. And I've been told that if you've never been to one, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. So whenever it is, We'll be there, ready to go. I just hope it's not during the season where I have to miss a game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's going to be great, and congratulations again, whether it's August or whether it's October. You'll have uh, your – hopefully your returning players back, hopefully a new class coming back. Hannah Guster, Sarah Andrews will be here. An announcement earlier this week about Jaden Owens transferring to Baylor from UCLA. What what do you think about the newcomers that will join your group for next year? Well, first of all, they're talented players. That's the first thing. Secondly is just how well they will fit in with the returning players we have. They're very uh, team-oriented. They're very much liked by our current players, and um, a lot of teaching will take place. You know, when you have an older team, sometimes as coaching staff, you can, um, I don't want to say get lazy, but you can can just go out there and, and expect those upperclassmen to run the show for you. With this many new faces, uh, you're going to have to do a lot of teaching every day, and uh, I look forward to it. How do you feel that Jaden will approach this season uh, coming in? She's you're going to have a younger point point guard for the first time in a couple of years. Um, can you just kind of talk about how you're going to develop yet again um, a transfer point guard? Well, let's don't forget about Sarah Andrews. Sarah Andrews is the one that uh, basically probably does a lot of recruiting for Baylor because, you know, if Sarah Andrews was not open to Jaden Owens coming and they didn't get along, that would make for difficult times. But uh, Sarah Andrews is the best recruiter we have for the program because she knows what it takes to win. She, of course, played high school basketball with Hannah Gusters and Summer AAU ball. So those two will be very formidable in the backcourt. But what you said is so true. They're young. Jaden has a a year of college experience over Sarah, but, you know, they're both talented. And I just think they're going to make each other better. They won't be in competition with each other necessarily. Now, they may go at it every day in practice uh, to get each other better and to scrimmage and things like that. But Coach is going to put the best players on the floor that can help us win a basketball game. Sarah has played the point guard and the off guard throughout her career, and uh, she can do it very easily if need be. What do you think that's going to be like when you get everybody back together whenever that is? Hopefully in the fall. doesn't look like it – well, it could be, but may not be until the fall. Uh, You know, having not had the closure of an end of a season in March this year, what do you think that will be like when you finally get everybody back together? Well, it'll be it'll be different um, because those seniors won't be there where I can hug them and the players can hug them and they clean out their lockers and then we all rotate in one locker to you you know you you do you know that closure every year the last team meeting the end of the season banquet all those things are gone forever now. However, we will send the the seniors their frame jerseys and and their you know awards and things like that. But you're basically going to start over with a new school year like we do every year, that won't be difficult, but it's just what we lost, and it just is going to feel very different in that we didn't get to close it out with those seniors, and we're going to have to just basically, I don't want to say move on, but that's what we have to do. Do you think that uh, this draft at least gave them an opportunity to have one last thing to kind of celebrate and to to provide a sense of closure for not only – the seniors who are leaving and going on to do other things, but also for the younger girls, sparking that confidence that it might not have ended up as a national championship, but they still off to do bigger and better things. I think more so than the draft was the fact that they won four Big 12 titles. 
they did get to win another ring this year, and, and we will order those rings, design them, and they will get their four rings. And how many you know seniors can say we won that thing four years in a row? And I think that will be just as important to them as the draft. There are no guarantees in the draft. They still have to make a team. They don't know when that season will start for them either. But what they do know is they're got, they've got a championship ring on the way. Yes, they do. And hopefully your team will come back and we'll be celebrating the continuation of a decade of dominance and have 12 overall. But before we let you go today, um, kind of our staple here with the Sikkim podcast is we would like to know uh, when all this finally clears up, what you're looking forward to most when Baylor Athletics returns. Um. I'm probably looking forward to seeing my players and my coaches in a setting that we we saw every day, and that's at our desk, on the practice floor, in the locker room. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I, I, I look forward to just people moving around on campus, cars moving, students moving, the buses rolling, uh, just just movement, just you know, live, just people being excited. And, and it, it's, and I don't want to use this word, but it's for lack of a better word, it's just dead. And, and I want to see movement and live people and happiness. And we will get there at some point uh, because we have no choice. Uh, we're the greatest country in the world, and this too shall pass. Great place to wrap it up. Coach, thanks again for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks uh, to you, and congratulations on another terrific season. And, again, sincere congratulations for your selection to the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks, John. Hope that new grandbaby's doing good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks very much. You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast. Presented by your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Waco. Online at alansamuelsdcj.com. The Sikkim Podcast has been a production of Baylor Athletics.